the podcast for real estate agents everywhere. You are now part of a group of real estate agents and entrepreneurs who want to make a difference in their lives. People who are looking for ways to create hacks into the real estate profession in order to make more sales and at the same time have more time off. Agents are realizing that the old ways simply aren't working for them anymore. They are working far too many hours and most don't enjoy a work-life balance. Get ready to explore ways to hack your real estate life. I'm Lisa B. Hi, this is Lisa B and welcome to Let's Talk About Real Estate and the Boardroom Series. Today I'm going to be interviewing Glenn Catino from RT Edgar Real Estate. And Glenn is in our new book, Real Estate Agents, What You Need to Know Now. In the interview, or in the book, Glenn goes into, into a fair bit of detail about success in real estate and also in the interview now. So he is absolutely blitzing it. But something about Glenn is that he understands the work-life balance and he really has, from the outside looking in, mastered the work-life balance. Always on holidays, always doing cool stuff, you know, has a family involved and all that sort of thing. So just spoke to him a, a fair bit about that. So if work-life work balance is something you're after, then I would definitely follow Glenn. Um, he seems to just have that nailed. So really hope you enjoy the interview and uh, let us know what you think. Leave some comments, let us know. So Glenn, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you so much for going in my book. I really appreciate it. I, I really appreciate your wisdom and your knowledge and, and sharing it with others as well. So thank you. No problems, my pleasure. Happy to be right. involved. Thank you. So what I'd like to know first is just to give everybody a bit of a, a history of, of how you started in real estate and, you know, sort of just your, your background. Uh, yes, I've been in real estate for 33 years now. Uh, I started my career at Woodards back in the 90s, late 80s. Mm -hmm. And then I was at Hockney Stewart. After that, I started my own business, which I had for 15 years. And then from there, I rebranded to an RT Edgar franchise about uh, seven years ago. We've got uh, a couple of offices now. We've got Hawthorne, Camwell. We've got one in Carlton. We're just about to open up in Manningham. Okay, so what's the secret to your success with your offices? I mean, you know, I follow you on Facebook and I feel like I know you so well from Facebook and all that sort of thing. It's amazing the power of social media. But how do you, how do you be so successful with your offices and have that, that work balance? Uh, look, I think you've got to have some good, a good team around you. I've had a lot of staff that have been with me for nearly 10 years. Uh, I've got a couple of good partners that help with the back end as well. Um, I've got two brother-in-laws in partnership. Uh, James Hatsolis has just joined us and I've got Annabelle and Ted who are also good partners. And, uh, you know, the most important thing for any real estate business is that, is that you actually are listing property. I mean, that's what, at the end of the day, unless you're actually bringing business in, it doesn't work anyway. So... Yeah. I have always got my eye on the chase for a listing. I think that's an important part of your game. Mm -hmm. List and sell. Um, we, are, we are a fanatic uh, client spoiler business. So we spend a lot of time drowning our customers in great things. I saw that too. I always see that. So what about the success as a salesperson? What advice can you give um, salespeople as far as how to be successful. You know, if they were going to start today, you know, it doesn't matter what's happened in the past. If they're going to start today, what should they do? Start today, they're going to start in a, in, a, in a tough market, which is the best market to start in, which is what I started in. I think that they should document every single person they meet, um, database them really well. They should be in the office, unless they've got, you know, kids and they're really busy if they're young and they've got time, they should be in the office by probably 7.30, 7.45 at the latest. 
they're young and single, 7.45, if they marry with children, well, 9 o'clock, but no later, none of this 10 o'clock starts. So, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock in the office, at the desk, they should be making a minimum of 40 calls a day in this market, maybe 50, 60 a day, mm-hmm. six days a week, and uh, be absolutely unbelievably nice to every person they meet. Yeah. So why do you think it's good to start in a tough market? I, I did uh, too myself, but yeah. I think when you start in a boom market, you get bad habits. So you just assume that you list the house, stand there for four weeks and it'll sell. Mm. Uh, so you don't really focus on your buyer inquiry very well. But mm. uh, I think in a tougher market, you develop better habits. Yeah, I think you have a false sense of, um, of how good you are as a salesperson if you start in a yeah. good market, don't you? <laughs> All right. It's the best market to learn in. It does clean out a lot of real estate agents, but it's the best market to learn in. Absolutely. And so something that always comes up with a lot of my coaching clients is the rejection factor of real estate. So how do you handle it? How do you handle it when a big sale falls through or a big listing falls yeah, through? Or, you know? Look, I think real estate, you have to accept that you are in the rejection business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the rejection business. So I expect to get rejected 10 to 15 times a week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And if you get a rejection, that's great. On to the next year, you should be getting rejected 10 times a week. If you're not, you're actually not in the chase. Yep. So do you just psychologically, it's like, okay, that's one, that's another one, that's another one. When you miss a job, nice letter, bunch of flowers, wish them all the best, move on to the next. Yeah. Don't, don't think about it for a second longer. Don't sweat on it. Okay. So you, I think from, from the perception anyway, on social media, you just seem to have this work life balance worked out. You know, I don't know. Do you agree with me? Do you agree that oh, you've got so, it sorted so, out? It just seems to it. Social media always makes life look better than what it really is. I'm not going to. I want you to them, adopt me. I want you to adopt me and your family. All these holidays and everything, you know, Lisa Catino. I think it's the kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> we have a really, we have a very business busy family life with a big family, and a, you know, I've got a couple of children that are into music, which is full on at the moment. So mm. uh, you do have to balance your work life, family. You can't be a full time real estate agent. You have to juggle family as well, and uh, you know, it means that. In between appointments, you're always working. We were out today with Mason doing some music stuff and I had to get my wife to drive so I could text an email while she was driving. Just, you know, time management. Yeah. So you include your family in your business as well, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's a family business. Real estate's a family business. And, uh, you know, every person that we meet with Mason's music, for example, is a potential client. So yeah. if that way, it's, it's all encompassed. Yeah, 100%. So what advice would you give somebody about the work-life balance? I think that they really need to get their priorities right. So they yeah. should mark their calendar at the start of the year, lock in their holidays, wife's birthdays, kids' birthdays, Carlton football matches, whatever's important to them. <laughs> yeah. Lock it in and then work, and work their business around it. Yeah. And make sure that if they're out late at night, they're doing a deal. Don't go out late at night for time-wasting stuff. Mm, so if I'm going to go out after five, I'm going to go out to sign a house up for auction. I'm not going to be showing a buyer through a house or taking a building inspection. You know, that's nine to five stuff. If you're going after hours and you're taking yourself away from your family, then it's to do business. Yeah. Otherwise. 100%. All right. So what would be your top tips for success in real estate? And I, I suggested maybe well, 10, okay. but off the cuff, well, what the would top, they be? Yeah, I can give you 10, an easy 10. Yeah. First one, the most critical one is that you make, make your calls. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you do. Unless you make 30, 40 calls a day, no matter how good you are, it's going to all turn to crap very quickly. So yeah. not negotiable call rate. And if you don't make them on Monday, then you double up on Tuesday. Yeah. Now, it doesn't matter how stupid you are in real estate, how smart you are. If you make your calls, business is going to come your way. Mm. So the discipline of 40 calls has to be not negotiable six days a week. Mm-hmm. You make it Monday, it's 80 on Tuesday. Yeah. 100%. So that would be my first most 
important one. The second one is be in the office. You know what? If you just if you're not sure how to do the job, just be there. Get in the office at eight o'clock, not ten past eight. Get in at eight, especially in this market, and just get your paperwork out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one is make sure that you are fast on your call return rate. The fourth one is to make sure that you are spoiling all your customers. Mm-hmm. Every client you should know their wife's names, kids' names, husbands' names, date of birth, football side, what their passions are. You should know every client that you met 20 years ago. So if you ask me my first sale, I've got his 33 years ago, name, address, phone number, wife's name, his name is Pashang, I know where he lives, and I'm in touch with him. So every customer that you meet, uh, every person that you walk into a shop is a potential client. So you need to become an identity just in your little patch. Mm. And that's an important part of your business. And you, you do, do that need, well. You do need to become a really good self-marketer. Mm-hmm. Market your face. And you do need to be on all social media sites. There's eight or nine of them now. And you have to be prolific every day just for a minute. And it takes me to get across all my social media sites for 10 minutes mm. every day. But mm. it's an absolute discipline that's, that has to be done. And people want to see your real estate side and people want to see your personal side. Yeah. So you have to go both. You have to, unfortunately, in real estate, you have to live a public life. Mm. If you don't like a public life, you're in the wrong business. 100%. And so your kids help you with that as well, yes? The social media side of things? Yeah, my daughter works in the business book. As you know, uh, the boys always help me with their social media as well. And they post stuff for me. They do a lot of postings. It's a family business. Everyone's involved. Yeah, perfect. And, you know, we're going away to Europe uh, in July. You know, we'll be working every day. Just while we're traveling. Yeah, it's part of your life, isn't it? Yeah, I think real estate becomes your life and then you enjoy your life around it. Yeah. It can be very lucrative, but you have to be all right. You have to be on. You can't. It's not the sort of business where you can take three weeks off and go on holiday. That's you're in the wrong game. If, if that's the business you want to be in, you're not in real estate. But like they say, I think when you love it, it doesn't feel like work, does it? You know, it's like oh, you're always working, but when you love it, it's 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 what you love to do. It's your passion, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is a passion. I think. Look, I don't think I think everyone would rather be on holidays and work, but it hmm. it does give you a choice to go where you want, when you want. You can work for yourself. You don't have to answer anyone. You don't have to be in the office. I can take eight weeks off a year and still work. Mm. That's that, that part about it. Mm. Real estate gives you the financial freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Okay, your next one. Um, I'll do that. That's about that's eight. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think. Look, I think you, you have to have a really good discipline. You have to be. You have to learn how to negotiate. Uh, if you're a real estate agent, you should be an auctioneer. I think male, female doesn't matter. I think that auctioneering is important. It's the it's the final cycle of the sale. You mm-hmm. should be an auctioneer. Mm-hmm. And you don't, I don't want to be a real estate agent who practices in Hawthorne. I'm a Melbourne agent mm-hmm. and I will go anywhere. I've got properties now in Kilsyth, Dandenong, Montrose, Sorrento, Hawthorne, Camberwell, Williamstown. Wherever my clients go, I go. Mm. And I take everything and I don't share. And that's yeah. an important thing. I want the listing, I want to handle it, I want to have it sold by my team. Yeah, perfect. All right, next one. Uh, what else? What else, Brooke, have I missed? Um, uh, I put all my customers in my mobile, so if you were to ring me, your name would come up with your husband's name and your children's name. Yeah. Automatically come up. So anyone who rings me goes into my mobile phone virtually straight away. Um, and I have a really good system in place of follow-up. So if you're planning on selling in 12 months, you'll get a phone call from me every 30 days. But in our first meeting, I'm going to spoil you that much that if I forget to call you, you're going to call me. Yeah, they're going to like you. <laughs> create, create you into a raving fan 
very quickly. And you can see you do that. What, um, what CRM do you use? I use Top Producer. It's a US-based system that is um, that I can access anywhere, and my PA and my daughter can handle it, access mm. it from country, which is a, and it's got facilities to record birthdays, you know, kids' names, pets' names, mm. even people's lives for four weeks, and then you're gone for years. Yeah. Uh, I treat every client the same. They had a, you know, if you've got a client of mine who's got a twenty million dollar house and a three hundred thousand dollar house, and they sat next to each other, the service is identical. Perfect. That's good to hear. I used to have Top Producer when it first came out on the standalone computer. Did you have it before it went cloud-based? Oh, yeah. yeah, I did, yeah. It was awesome. I mean, it's still really good, but you drilled down a lot now, didn't you? Like, it was very basic yeah. before, but it was really good on the standalone yeah, computer. Yeah, it's a really, really, really good system. Works really well. But yeah, look, real estate is not that difficult a business. Unfortunately, as agents, you tend to complicate it. It's the people business. You've got to get out in front of probably, you've got to see five, at least five people a day. Mm, no, definitely. Five people a day will make the difference. And you have to get out, get dressed, look sharp, wear a tie, wear your badge, get in front of five people a day. It's impossible to go wrong. Yeah. I think people do overcomplicate it. It's just really, it's, it's find a house, find a buyer and get them together, isn't it? And it's like everything yeah, else in between. The last thing we're doing is, is caught in the office shuffling paper. Many agents get yeah. caught filling out reports, shuffling paper, looking on the internet. For example, the web, I have not looked at our website or any other website on real estate ever. Rarely be lucky. Unless I look up a property, I barely touch it because I'm not yeah. interested in it. Yeah, I'm interested in the for the listing. Yeah. And I just, you just get lost in those things. Exactly. The distractions, isn't it? Like the shiny objects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll let you go. I know you're busy. And thank you so much for going in the book again. And thanks for your wisdom and for helping other agents. I really appreciate it. No, my pleasure. Thanks again for taking the time. All right. Thanks, Glenn. Bye. Bye. See you, Brooke. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining us.